All right, guys, here we are with who? Woo. Jacked and canned. You know who it is. Breaking down the tape. Zach, Hector, John, Kobe. Woo! Let's get rocking. Woo! Jack and Cand. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jack and Cand and Breaking Down the Tape. We are here doing a collaborative episode. First off, how is everybody doing tonight? Outstanding. How about yourself, boys? Fantastic. Good, man. Good. Can't complain. I got the white wine flowing, baby. What is everybody drinking? You already know. I'm too already a today. A yingling, a Bud Light, and a Coors Light. <laughs> Cheers to that. Raise up the glasses to all the video, the audio people, listeners, visual people. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. I it's completely forgot that people can't see the fact that I'm <laughs> holding up a bottle of yingling. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> We're off to off to a great start, guys. We just started drinking. So does anybody Hell have yeah. something they want to start with, or do you guys want me to dive into something? I just want everybody to know that I'm going to say what I say. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, Colby. the audience that does not understand this, this is the best thing in media is Hector <laughs> saying what he said. And I don't care what he says. He could just be like, yeah, you know what? The sky is blue. I said what I said. I don't care. It makes me smile every time he does it. It Colby doesn't matter how lives obvious. for this. Colby yeah. lives to hear so, Hector say, "I said what I said." It is so, astounding. This is this is this is for you, Colbs. Uh, on the Sports Me app that we were talking about, I actually just changed my name from yeah. from Hector Santana to now it says Hector said what he said. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that's what he goes by and starts it off every time. It's it's a fantastic. You would love it. Yeah, I always fit in in that sixty second clip. I said what I said. No, I'm Jeez. telling you, everybody has to have a lane in this kind of outlet as far as what you want to do to promote yourself. Hector, mm-hmm. you have a lane, and it is all yours. <laughs> Single handedly has cornered the market on. I said what I said. Absolutely, absolutely, I love it. And Hector's, of course, for our video. Oh my god, I almost said video listeners again. I just did the Nile Thornberry hat behind him still. <laughs> you know, I'm always ready to go, you know, just scrummaging through the woods. Dude, I'm down with it. Talking about scrummaging through the woods. Coles, what's our first topic, homie? <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. But I appreciate your transition, John. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about, and I know this is about to be a huge downer considering what we just did. You guys just hear about the breaking Deshaun Watson news? Oh my god. Yeah, man. That Which is, is okay. Okay. So before we jump into do. this, that's how the whole sports me battle that we were explaining to you started. The Deshaun right. Watson. Oh, the Deshaun Watson. Go ahead, right. Yeah, go ahead and explain it to not only the audience, but John, because I see he hasn't heard it yet. Yeah, I have no idea. Sure. So, so uh, Zach, take that, take that over. Yeah, so obviously Deshaun Watson, uh, quarterback of the Houston Texans, has been wanting out of Houston for a little bit now. He's formally requested a trade and been told to to fuck off um, and that he's not getting (laughs) one. I I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be be rude about it, but that's that's what it is. And um, and all of a sudden there have been claims of 
Um, the, the only way to put it is sexual assault. Uh, I'm from various massage therapists. Originally, the the lawyer representing them said I was going to have he was going to have nine cases. I think was his original sample size. We'll call I it. I had seen um, six. Yeah, and then now it's up to twelve, I believe, oh, oh, okay. of various so, massage yeah, therapists so. uh, throughout the last year or so that have claimed that he has um a- attempted to force himself on them um uh touch their hands with his genitalia what? and a- and asked for uh pretty uh disturbing God, things the crazy thing is is that they came out with the one woman and and try to get a settlement out of him and when he denied the settlement they came out with uh, a six other to bring it a seven then within a couple days brought it up to 10 and they still have like an additional God. ten women that apparently they have, you know, ready to go and and speak out. Holy so like a total of almost twenty five fucking women. Yeah, this has exploded in the matter of like five days. So no, at this on. point, I mean, not only did the trade value just become something entirely different, but this is beyond that. This was a sure. huge shock to me. I did not see this coming at all, John. I I could tell that you had something. Well, but yeah, yeah, I mean. In all honesty, right, and I know that Deshaun Watson wanted to be traded in the whole nine yards, okay? And it, it obviously hurts that value, but is he in a contract year? Yeah. So he no, just no, signed an extension last year. He just signed his extension last year, like a four-year extension. He's locked to 2025. But oh. the reason he's wanting out, uh, kind of separate from all of this, is because the the, the leadership there is just absurd. They've they traded away all of their best players. They happily fired their coach. That was the one good move they made. But then hired a firm to tell them what coach they should hire and then completely disregarded that and hired some nobody. I think it was like a wide receivers coach or assistant, something like that. Um, and things have fallen apart, and that's why he's wanted out. Um, you so know, there's something else that I picked up from this too is that didn't you find it weird that all these players are like they're tweeting at each other and stuff saying, Oh, congrats, bro. We got out together. What organization have you ever seen anything quite like that? I mean, the Texans have really fucked this all up. Obviously, yeah. there's something it's impressive. within the organization itself that if you if your franchise players, you know, Andre Johnson and guys like that, your friend right. JJ Watts, Yeehaw. your franchise players are going job. saying, like, yo, this fucking sucked there's something wrong right hector hector didn't hear me with the matt shop yeah he matt shop yeah i i, I kind of just like blew by that because matt shop is like he's been out one. for a bit now yeah he's, Miami, he's like baby. he's like jared goff before jared goff just like okay but uh but no and and the reason that so that is a piece in and of itself in all of this. And it only matters because, at least to me, because of the conspiracy theories that have come out between uh, whether like the because the lawyer also used to be neighbors with the McNair family who owns the Texans. So there is a lot of conspiracy theories that the Texans ownership has paid this guy off and have See, paid these women to try and break. shoot down Deshaun Thank Watson's you. career. Yep. That's, that's what I was saying. There's My- also other there's also other conspiracies that say that Deshaun Watson has paid these women to say these things to force the Texans to cut him so he can get a job elsewhere. Now, I'm not endorsing any of it. I want to be very clear. I'm not endorsing anything. I'm simply saying that's what's out there. On his side of this, because Hector's Hector seemed pretty convinced about something here. Go ahead and explain that to me. 
So, like, with everything going on, I understand, like, uh, women comes out, you have to investigate, you have to look into it, sure. see if it's true or not. If it's true, I mean, you're a piece of shit, you, you're going you're gonna to get, I, I've been using this term a lot, you're going to get Kaepernicked, you're going to get fucking booted from the league, yeah. you're not going to be, you're, you're probably going to face real charges, yeah, like, you're a piece of shit yeah, if it actually comes out. But if it if it you know if it's if it comes out not true, like just put it together. How quickly in a matter of a week you get this guy who's a well known uh, uh, attorney in Houston to get all these women, and they're saying that he did shit as recently as this last this past month. Yeah, crazy. This past That's month, wild. you know. You get them to come out and say this about him, but you you try to go and get a settlement under the radar. And when he says no, now all of a sudden you got 20-something other women ready to speak out. I think it's a ploy from Houston. You know, they you owe the man $160 million. I'm not saying it's really happening, but it's it's easier for someone to go out and go to 22 women and say a million a piece for each one to just follow the story, Damn, rather than paying one. a man one hundred and sixty million. No, I mean you there's something pay. to that. I'm obviously not going to assign blame until blame is, in one yeah. way or another, kind of convictional or proven. Sure. But that is an yeah. interesting theory that there is absolutely a reason to attain. Hey, it's just you know, so we're, weird we're that these it's so many them. women at at one point just so quickly if it and as recently as last month someone should have been spoke out then something should have but it would have been happened like i just hope it's not true that's all i just hope right. it's not true cuz that's a lot that's like yeah yeah like, i mean in all seriousness if you're not you doing know? time for that then the nfl has and, well, not uh, just the nfl but the nfl player it would be like when dante stallworth got drunk and ran over somebody and killed him and spent 30 days yeah yeah, yeah. and hands down i know for a fact a third of these women are doing it for the clout, the shine, and the money. They're just jumping in it because I promise you, I I, I promise you, there's and it's the other Careful way around money. too. If if it was it was the other anyone anyone would do it for clout, money, and for anyone famous with money, people do it. People really do do it. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't. Just be careful, buddy. No, and I and I'm I'm with Colby on this one. I'm I'm with Hector ish on this one because you never know, right? And and in the end, I'm gonna go right. And in the end, yeah. you know, anything truly is possible. And once you get once it's an allegation, the crazy that's it. things, you know. But you obviously hope, kind of like John was saying, like it didn't happen. You don't want anyone to be no. I'm not pointing blame. I'm not pointing blame. Know, I'm not but, saying it's true, but I'm just saying it happens when someone has so much money. Regardless of the fact, once there's an allegation, it just opens the door for anyone to be like, oh, it happened to me, too. Yeah. And it could. It could. It could yeah. not. You know, and, and we just have to kind of wait and see. Yeah. yeah and then what happens? The whole legal system's going to get involved in it. Now, oh, this so. is going to drag out it's gonna, for Houston. Houston PD has already talked to um, has already reached out to the the uh, prosecutor's lawyer. Oh, wow. so this is going to drag that. out. Mm -hmm. This is like legitimately all in the works of a criminal. Oh wow, Jesus! Lord. Well, so it's all civil <laughs> right now. It's all civil. Okay. Uh, but PD, to my knowledge, uh, again, all of this is not you know obviously you yeah. know hand to God you know uh, yeah, yeah. facts. But to my knowledge, PD has reached out um, to to investigate it criminally. Um, you know, which to me. I'm happy I mean, about, but I'm not happy about. 
Well, it's it's hard. The system is hard, man. I, I'm, I don't mean to turn off your listeners, guys. I apologize, but we live in a very imperfect world, a very imperfect justice system. Yeah, no, um, I don't you know, this to oh, be political speak. This is something that's absolutely just kind of a truth in today's world, yeah. right? So, I mean, I'm I'm happy that they're trying to get to the bottom of it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that people will get to the bottom of it just because yeah, it's no. investigated, you know. So, I, I just hope in the end the the truth comes out. Whatever that may be, you know. Same. So I mean, this might this might trickle over into the season, and he yeah. might get put on the exempt list. That's, Correct. I, I don't yeah. think he's going to play. I could definitely foresee that. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, the Texans have already signed Ryan Finley. The, oh, they they oh, signed up. Yeah. Uh, that's a good woo. woo. One in fifteen <laughs> on the way. There I think you they go. also they also signed to Rod Taylor. Yes. Oh, that's right. Just they in did. case. They got Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Four twelve. Kobe. <laughs> that you know, was just rude. The guy that that got his lung punctured by a training staff member. Which is a yeah, whole another crazy so fucking story. Oh. oh my god! Talk about getting your chance just to get literally oh. stabbed, and oh. then and then let the rookie take over the squad. Oh man, what a rough ride for Tyrod. What a rookie. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey. Hey. Fair enough. <laughs> Heck to the absolute no. Guys, I am totally throwing in a total monkey wrench for, for the listeners. This I feel like that's pretty up, commonplace. But this is a commonplace <laughs> for me. And I have to bring this up. Genuinely, has anybody read any sports autobiographies like from any famous athletes? Actually, John. I've read a no. few in my life. I have you read one have by one? Rex Ryan. I don't See, read. That's what I'm wondering. Dude, Colbs, I'm telling you, man, and I've been telling Colbs this forever. Ooh. I'm on, like, page 230-something at T- Stephen A. Uh, not Stephen A. Smith. Oh, my God. Stuart Scott. Stuart yeah. Scott. Oh, Stuart Scott. Rest in peace, He brother. is awesome. Dude, this book is so bad to the bone. Freaking, it's, it's cooler than the other side of the pillar. A pillow. I, I'm almost the pillar. The Dude, pillar. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking Hercules over here. Right. I was Rex Ryan's man. Like, th- there's some crazy stories in these books. I'm so, <laughs> so actually, I've read two, but they weren't considered. I wouldn't consider them autobiographies. Like Rex Ryan's wasn't like a a start to finish finish autobiography. It was more about his time in the NFL. And same with um, Patrick Kiernan, which was an NFL scout for the Jets. Uh, worked alongside uh, Pete Carroll when he was with the Jets. Um, he's been with various organizations, and it kind of just delves into the behind the scenes and and the meta of football um, and oh, yeah. the different things. And I found that as someone who is a football nerd and a geek and in Jack, every way, yeah, shape, I and feel form. Like that couldn't have been good. And oh, Jack, it was so good. It was. Oh, he didn't talk about the Jets at all. He didn't talk about the Jets at all. It was just like the the meta understanding of the game, the things no, that are I, behind the scenes. I and, understood that point. I just feel like that would be. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. It's talked about everything from quarterback hand size to w- what physical attributes oh. and the absurd things that you judge them oh. on. I was in love. I even have a DVD with it. <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> why, Hector, why, why are Hector and John making out right now or doing so No, he was making out with Baby Yoda. Yes. I fully oh. expect if and when we ever get together, Hector, you need to wear your Baby Yoda shirt. And John, I fully expect you to stoop down and make out with his shirt. Yep, well, <laughs> fully you know expect it. It's, it's been done before. So 
wouldn't put it back. There's a story. You have to, you have to wear that tight ass uh, Yoda shirt out, out in public. Oh Jesus, yes. I'm gonna have to go get that one on again. I won't be able to get it off. It's bad Dude, enough. John's to wear the put on one. my shirts before, and that's what they look like on him. That must be fantastic. <laughs> it's awesome. He normally it's asks awesome. me when he goes, "Okay," because sometimes John will get drunk and rip his shirt, and then he'll go, "Hey, I'm out of shirts, Colbs. Can I borrow yours?" And Wait. then I'll give him my shirt and he'll just rip my shirt. Too. That is so much of a commonplace thing that happens to you, John. Why? Backstory. <laughs> Backstory. That actually was a phase in my life. I kid you not. Yeah, I was probably about 20. You were trying to be Hulk Hogan. I get it. <laughs> no, I wasn't even trying to be Hulk Hogan. I really, well, maybe I was trying to be Hulk Hogan. I was going to say, yeah, brother. Hogan. It wasn't in my head as Hulk Hogan. It was more like that moment where you celebrate an absolute peak of happiness. That's when you rip your shirt. That's when you're oh, see, like, it's, like, it's like when you're That's... eight years old and your parents actually pull over to go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it's like, duh, I'm like, rip your shirt. But I used to, we used to do that. Well, I say I used, I, I tried to say we used to do that, but I was the only one that did. Yeah, that. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> we would go over to like, like Jay, he actually listens to the podcast. We go over and uh, him and Colbs are very, very close friends. Jay's my friend too, but him and Colbs are like this, right? So we used to go over to his house for like parties or something or Al's or anybody. And we should just be sitting there drinking, having a good time. And a particular song, like Ja Rule can hit. And all, it could be always on time. And once that main thing just like, boom, 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 I'd be like, boom. Off goes the shirt. Right yeah, Tarps baby. off, boys. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I thought it was like in a frat house or something. It was so weird. John, like you you are an anomaly yeah. of a human being. <laughs> you must spend an um, an immense amount of money on t-shirts. That's a lot of fabric, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but they were all white tees. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at least it wasn't like what you're rocking now with the bushlight vampire look. No, well, that's a that's a button up. Yeah, this oh. is a button up. There you go. This one's a button up. See, yeah, with I no see. buttons because oh, they all ripped off. Button, button I almost. see. San Diego vibes, baby. <laughs> a good woo. That's a good woo. That, that, um, that's the good woo. I understand. So here's the thing, guys. Let me transition it one more time. And I know I'm Please. killing the content, and I apologize. No, no, this is great going. content. So we talked about the books. Yeah. Favorite sports movie. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first Please. here. Okay. Um, the replacements, hand down, so easy. Oh, My favorite so scene. Hold good. up. Hold up before I transition it. My favorite scene was the dude, obviously the kicker in the locker room, hanging onto the cup and just talking to the person with a smoke in the hand and a drink in the other, like, yeah, uh-huh. baby, what up? What up? All right, Colts, what's yours? I think I think Gridiron Gang. Good one. Oh, all right. Okay. That's a good one yeah, with there, the rock. I like it. I about that one for me. Right. I actually, that one hit me. I appreciate right. it. Hector, what right. you got? Um, I got two really um that's cheating one i don't really know if it's a sport or not but to me it is so i'm gonna go with the uh, one was the uh, uh angels in the outfield obviously uh, yeah i respect fucking that. classic come on baseball gotta love it but um i'm gonna be the the drinker that i am and and say beer beer, beer olympic fast. 
Beer fest? Beer fest. Yeah, oh, I saw beer, that coming. Oh, fair enough. Beer fest. <laughs> you gotta have the eye of the Jew, man. Come on. <laughs> he said, "Stop." <laughs> that is a fantastic movie, though. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. It's easy for me, man. It's remember the Titans all day, oh, every man. day, twice Hell on Sundays. Yeah. I'm gonna give credit there because that's definitely one of my tops. Yeah, By definitely, far, definitely. By far, Ooh. Denzel Washington's best Ooh. performance. Yes, really good. That entire movie from start to finish between the... side? strong side, strong side. yeah, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Remember, the Titans will forever be not only my favorite sports movie, my favorite movie with a very strong period at the end. Denzel, I said what I said. Man. Denzel. Oh. Hmm. He said what he said. Yeah. Until, until cancer culture says, oh, it's somehow racist still. Oh, Take get out. Shut up. <laughs> the movie just okay. put down Denzel the whole movie. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. A little open. They're putting down Fav- the white people. <laughs> Favorite- <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be what it is. <laughs> Favorite Disney movie. Favorite Disney movie. Halloween Town. Wait, wait, wait. Are we doing like Disney bought Marvel? Like post? No. no. Oh, like are we Disney talking about sports? Movie. <laughs> we can talk I about anything, man. Up. It's a it's a mashup. Damn it. I'm sorry, we collabing. <laughs> just give me a minute. I need to know this. Just tell me it and I'll <laughs> shut up. No, no, go ahead. We already started this. All right. I saw finding me one. Disney, there's too many Disney. Uh, I would actually go with Beetlejuice. Oh, I, do like I don't know don't if it's Disney times. though. Don't I don't know if that's Disney. That's Tim. That's Tim Horton. Yo, I dare Burton. you to say it three times. <laughs> you said Horton. Um, oh, I'm, Tim Burton. Sorry, <laughs> I'm basic. I gotta go. Mulan, man. It's got one of the best singable scores ever. Like you know, yeah, everybody, everybody here can Mulan. sing about it. Yes. No, I don't know all the words. I just know you. Oh, you like the new Mulan? No, 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 no. The original. The original, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, and a little baddie fighting off an entire army. Yeah, give me a chick who could fight. Let's get it. Let's get Wonder it. Woman. You better watch out. You end up like a drunken monkey. No. <laughs> Fuck me up. Hector, come on. Say Beetlejuice three times. I dare you. Are, are you going to rip your shirt? Mm-hmm. No, Beetlejuice is going to appear behind you. <laughs> I figured if I said it three times, he'll go and rip his shirt. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Let me unbutton real quick. Let me unbutton. <laughs> he said, I got to save this shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the first time I've seen him actually not rip the shirt and do it like a normal this human. Is the bush shirt. This is the Bush shirt. Ladies yeah, you can't. You bush can't beer. rip the Bush shirt. You can't. This is this is one of a kind classic. <laughs> that's that's the, the uh, one that Dale Earnhardt wore right before. Right during before the crash? His, yeah. <laughs> right before his tragic ending. Sorry, sorry. That was that was rough. That was sorry. dark. That was yeah. We went to a place. Colby, what do you got for sports? <laughs> oh, believe me, I got us all day. I got this is why I wrote down about half of what I normally do because I knew I'd be able to get away with it today. Yeah, madness. So, madness will ensue. One of the stories that I've heard is that the Niners are probably going to draft a quarterback. And originally I was like, I I don't think this really makes sense. But one of the points I've heard is that they have a lot of big contracts right now. And so they're going to have to get cheaper in some position. And at this point, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't appeared to be somebody that you can trust to be in your huddle on a regular week to week basis. And they might start looking to see what they can do to, if nothing else, get cheaper at the position. Um, Maybe not necessarily moving off of Garoppolo this year, but another tie-in that I had is the fact that they've signed all these offensive linemen in this offseason where they have really boosted this up. 
I think this is a boom or bust year for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's either got to show he can stay healthy for the year with a great offensive line that's coming in, or he's going to end up being gone. And it might not even be this year they draft the quarterback. It could be a year away. But it's just a recent take that I heard that I found very interesting. What say you guys? Back to you want to start? Yeah, so um, I this is definitely a boomer bust year for for Gucci Garoppolo. Um, but the corner that the 49ers are painting themselves into is as of yet, there is not a quarterback, uh, a significant quarterback in next year's draft. So I would be willing to say that this is going to be um, a two years boomer bust. They are definitely, uh, like you said, with the way they're building the line, they are definitely going to leave uh, Garoppolo back there. Um, and I think the nice part about the Shanahan system is that he just needs to be okay. I mean, they re-signed Juszczyk as well in the fullback position, which nobody has a fullback uh, except for them and the Patriots, and the Patriots actually fullback. use him as a fullback. Um, yeah, Juszczyk is essentially a, an undersized tight end, and that's exactly how they use him. Um, but I think this this and next year, if he does not stay healthy or he cannot produce this year, they're definitely going to try and get a veteran in free agency or trading because there's just nobody in the draft as of yet next year. Um, I, I, I agree. I think I, I'm not going to say two years. I think this is a boomer bust for him this year. Um, and, and there's already been talks of Garoppolo getting, getting traded and pushed out. So I think, like you said, they bolstered the line. They give him the chance to, but I do believe this draft, they go out and grab someone. Cause like Zach said, they're not really sure of what the QB is going to look like, you know? next year right coming into the draft and there's plenty of qbs that have talent and are having talks of being i mean you got they're saying they're projecting five in the first like 10 picks this year yeah so i i believe they probably make a move and draft a qb and then have jimmy garoppolo go see if he can play it out and like you said stay healthy and play a a full season and if it doesn't work you know move them because cam it's still on a one-year deal over in the past, and there's talks about him going back that way. Right. And there's plenty of other teams that will take the risk on Jimmy Garoppolo. Absolutely. John, you got anything on this one? Yeah, I'm going to just speculate here fully. I'm going to say um, either A, Carson Palmer might come out of retirement. <laughs> okay. Uh, or B, uh, Ryan Fitzmagic might get traded midseason. <laughs> Again? No, and, uh, yeah, I maybe. mean, that's kind of a very valid option, though. <laughs> it hey, sounds but... like it is, actually. <laughs> I mean, in the words of Hector Baby, I said what I said. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Segment two coming up, baby. Come on now. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> and we're back with the goddamn Jets. If you don't know about breaking down the tape, we absolutely must talk about them. We are in them guys. Yeah, we got we got to talk about them guys, Hector, and we got to bring Jack and Cam into this. We got to bring them into our misery because I know that Colbs is a Seahawks fan, so he lives a life of luxury, and John is more of an XFL fan. So uh, we got to bring them into the. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> you know why? Wait, Zach, can I just say one thing? Please, between, please do. It's the letters in the alphabet between B for Bush, D and C, baby. Yeah. How you doing? It's not. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was. 
It's not. B become, comes before C and D. Oh, Way to go. And, yeah. and that's how we're starting the Jets. So obviously it is the offseason. Yes. We are in free agency. Um, the Jets have mm. had a lot of cap space and a lot of draft capital. Obviously, they haven't been able to use that draft capital uh, to draft players as the draft hasn't come up yet. Uh, they could trade it, but they haven't yet. We've signed a couple of players and not the ones you would expect with the amount of uh, cap space we have. So we've got players like Carl Lawson, which I'm actually very happy with at the end. Um, and then we make moves like signing, you know, Corey Davis. Um, coming off of his rookie contract with the Titans, he's wide receiver, big guy, kind of like Denzel Mims. Um, hasn't put up a, a thousand yard season in four years, though. Um, only has 11 touchdowns over four years. So it, it's a very interesting signing. Um, Hector, I want you to kind of start us off. We also signed, uh, what, Keenan Cole, Keelan Cole, uh, wide receiver. Um, yeah, we got, uh, not big brand names like you would expect with the kind of cap space we have. So, um, Hector, I want to kind of start off with you and and tell me what you think about the Jets offseason so far. So it's funny because, you know, a lot of people were saying this offseason hasn't really been like that great. Like the free agency market isn't that great. But I, I beg to differ. I think there are valuable names out there. And the Jets always, for some reason, even though they implode all the time, the one thing they're great at is making cap space room. So they always have plenty of money to spend. Um, and sometimes you have to overspend. Like I like the, 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 like you said, the loss in, we need an edge rusher. 100%. Um, and he, everyone, every move that the Jets have made so far, they're all young, 25, 26, 27 years old, coming off of like their rookie contract or maybe their second contract. Yeah. Um, like I know Sheldon Rankin, you, Sheldon Rankin, a D tackle uh, to fit alongside. I thought that was Williams. a great move. The I Sheldon thought he was Rankin. old as shit, but yeah, no, he's young. He's a young I, kid. I think with with Sheldon Rankin, Lawson, you know, we uh, and Quinnen Williams, you know, mm-hmm. we actually got a, a a amazing front on the defensive yeah. end, a yeah. defensive side. Um, I know you feel off about the Corey Davis signing. Yeah. Um, but it fits the offense that Salah's trying to bring about. Um, if you look at Corey Davis's numbers when it comes to play action passes and uh, the deep throw, the man's unstoppable. Literally deep unstoppable. I mean, throw? yes, the, we deep throw in football, John. <laughs> Talk to me. One Talk to me, Coles. What I found from this offseason for the Jets is that they're signing people in a way that makes it look like they're actually trying to form a team that can compete next year rather than mailing it in and doing what they did last year and just saying, fuck it, we're going to tank. I think we're actually seeing the Jets make a striving effort to try to gather some semblance of a team that's going to be able to let them be competitive in the next season. Granted, I don't think Super Bowl competitive but at least something on the right path. And it's going to be, from what I can tell, it looks to me like it's going to be something where they're going to maybe let Sam Darnold see what he can do under this, unless they're planning this under the assumption that they're going to draft a quarterback because they're making all the moves that work well to help a quarterback. You gain a pass rush, so your defense spends less time on the field. You gain wide receivers, so your quarterback-to-be or the quarterback you have has more weapons. And I'm curious what their path is there. But that's what I've seen from their offseason thus far. They've bolstered their defensive side heavy. They re- they they signed safety joiner Lucas from the Raiders. They they bolstered up the corner position. Not great, 
but they mm-hmm. bolstered it up better than what it was with all the rookie corners that played pretty much saw their first NFL snaps last year. Gerard um, Davis, a linebacker from the Lions. We, made, we defensively they bolstered it up, and then offensively, the Keenan Allen, you know, with his injuries, I'm kind of skeptical. Maybe, as long as he stays healthy, he can he can become a number one because he truly was when he's healthy. Right, but he hasn't been proven to stay healthy for a long term. Um, so that one kind of throws me off. But I do believe, you know, it's it's one or two options now because they're striving this way. They're either 50-50 right now. You stay with Sam Darnold or you move on for him. But I, I believe they're making that decision draft night or the day or two before. Well, that's that's the big domino to fall here is, is they've set up a lot of things to help out a quarterback. It all just depends on which one they Who's go the with. quarterback, yeah. Right. John, what say you? Oh, dude. I'm so happy he turned it over to me. You know he's a <laughs> Sam Darnold fan. <laughs> you see this green in my eye right there? That means green is money. That means green is the New York Jets. So here's what I got to say about the New York Jets. Here's a deal, and a lot of people probably won't agree with me, but, Zach, I think you will. Jamison Crowder is the most underrated wide receiver in all of football. I think if you give him the ball a little bit more, he could be, could be one of the better wide receivers in the league. He's consistent at getting touchdown passes. He has true athleticism. He's got a spark off the ball. He's only 27 years old. He's still in his prime. He's learned a lot. He's got the experience under his belt, and he's got rapport with Sam Darnold. So with that said, I'm going to say, Build up a little bit more with that offense. Obviously, it didn't have anything to do with the running back position. You had, I mean, badass Frank Gore running for Father him. time, baby. <laughs> yeah, I so, t- I mean, you know what? You're going to get that consistent 3.8 a game and that 3.8 average a game, and I'm cool with that. Trust me. I, I like that. I really do. Yeah. Maybe go get AP or something. He's got a tad bit more. That sure. Bad. I shake. I- I agree with you, John. Crowder Crowder has great rapport and chemistry as a slot receiver. If yep. you give him, and I said what I said for you, Colbs. I said what Woo. I said. If you yes. give him true yes. out, if you give him true outside help, there is no cornerback in the league that can stop Crowder in the slot. So this is exactly why I hate the offseason for the Jets, because it's conversations like this that make me actually think we can do something. Because Hector made a very valid point before everybody hopped on when me and him were just BSing um, about the hate that slot receivers get for absolutely no reason that a slot receiver can be your number one. Um, there's- yeah, look at Wes Walker back in the day. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason that Crowder can't be, especially when you have, you know, Davis and Mims being your your Megatron, your big, your tough, you know, uh, outside guys. I mean, they're outside guys, but they'll be the guys that you're making run those outside dig routes, those slants. Those guys, you have them banging down low with the linebackers. Doesn't mean your slot receiver can't be the guy that goes burn so. Who like come on? You if you yeah, have I mean, a slot receiver, for example, yeah, I feel like this market is super depleted right now, but there's no reason for that. It's not that he's a you, bad receiver, he's just a different role than what most people you you know, you gotta for. put him where they're good at. You put him in the slot, and of course, you're gonna get the number two, number three corner. It's not my fault you can't keep up with me. But is that does that make me not a number one? Because Zach I'm not and, outside the numbers? Zach and Hector, could I get a take on you outside of the Jets real quick? Yeah, please. So I brought this up 
on Jacked and Can platform. And I brought up Des Bryant, and I'm hopeful that I'm a oh, Dallas Jesus. Cowboys fan. No, really, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan at heart. So, is he playing next year anywhere? And if so, where do you think? Um, no, I don't. Wow. Uh, me, me personally, I don't think he plays anywhere. Um, and I think if he's smart, he doesn't. Um, wow. I, yeah, I, I think Des is trying to chase what once was. And and I get it. I completely understand it as it is. Obviously I'm not a top athlete, but I can understand where a top athlete would want to continue to chase the dream. I think he would be better served as a wide receivers coach or as an announcer. I'm not going to lie. Having Des in the booth. Like I know that football is all about being prim and proper. And I I love love Jim Nance, but I would love some a personality like Des oh Bryant God, in the booth yes. to to yep. to reach out to younger generations like that. Yes. I think that's where he should go. Um, I I don't think he'll be on an NFL roster. I just don't. I'm what about you, Hector? Plays. Hector, you? I said what I said. He he he's done. He his. I mean, they we know that they did him dirty in the league. He didn't. He should have been on a team the time yeah. that he wasn't on a team. Um. And it was cool that someone that was able to take the risk on him coming back and stuff. And yeah, it was nice. You know, he got touchdowns and he played, you know, decent and whatnot. But I, if you look at most of the teams, like where do you really see him fitting? Like everyone is young. Everyone in the league right now pretty much is young and, and not looking to go backwards, I guess. There's no team really so desperate to go out and get Des Bryant. Right. Do you know yeah. what the NFL stands for? Not for long. Uh, Oh, I, I mean, it, yeah, well, I, uh, that is very true, but the, not hey, for that's long. Why, I, that's why I like the XFL. Extreme fun league, baby. Yeah, <laughs> baby, yeah. But you can't wait for the, to come back. And that's a big storyline there. With it the should CFL. just be called BFL for beer for long. Oh, hey, those oh, beer snakes, it. those beer snakes, baby. Do we start oh, our own yeah, BFL league, beer football league? He Done. said, oh, Cobes, oh, I love Sold. it. I love it, Cobes. Sold. I don't care how much money I have in the bank, and Zach, I don't care if it bankrupts me. I'm in. I'm in, John. Hector, I love I'm it, in. Cobes. What, what position you want to be, Zach? I'm, a, I'm five, eight, and 300 pounds. I'm obviously a lineman <laughs> or a fullback. <laughs> right, I'm obviously a guard or a fullback. Hector, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna stick with what I was Bench. in college, and I'm in high school. I mean, and I, yeah, I was fucking left coach's ass cheek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a wide receiver and a corner slash safety. Yo, I know also I'll kick be- return and and punt return, but I'm gonna be those were just the fun sides. I'm gonna be we a did kicker, the same thing, except I did running back instead of John. Wide I'm taking you as a tight end. You're not allowed to be a kicker. I had oh, too many man. running backs in our school. Your size, no one I'm was faster than Stephen Pizarro, so I had to go receiver. Nah, bro, seriously, <laughs> though, that kid was quick. That kid was unstoppable. He was a highlight reel. Quick. Well, here, here's the next controversial topic that I want to bring up too with you guys, and I brought. I don't think I actually brought this up with Culbs yet, so I'm going to kick it over to my JC partner real quick before I kick it over to breaking down the tape. Please, please. To break it down. Colts. Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. Are they both going to join back with the Buccaneers? And if not the Buccaneers, do you see them going as a package deal to a team? In the no, not a package deal. Um, I don't know that they re-sign either, but I do think they're going to obtain or reobtain one of the two of them. 
I'm just not sure who at this point because they have enough receivers that they shouldn't need another one like Antonio Brown, but also I know how much Brady loves Antonio Brown. Yes, so I wouldn't be shocked what... to see him back there. Leonard Fournette, I think, only would be back if there's not much of a market for him and if Antonio Brown does uh, not re-sign there. That would be the only circumstance I see that. Yeah, Hector's ready, so go ahead. Hector's ready. What's up, brother? I got you right here. I got you. This is what Tampa's going to do. Tampa's going to stay loaded on their receiving core. They're going to keep Antonio Brown. They're going to keep him on that one-year deal. Tom Brady's going to talk him into doing the Tom Brady things with his contract and just ride the the wave of trying to get trophies. This is where it's going to go with Leonard Fournette. They're going to grab Leonard Fournette up short-term. Because they're gonna move him. He's a movable piece. They don't yeah. need they don't need him. What? They don't need him. They can get another running back. What they'll they do is use him. That. They'll use him and trade him for draft capital and oh. get rid of him. And then have they'll oh, have yeah. they'll draft a, a running back or some or, yep. get, or get someone position. cheaper. Yeah, get someone cheaper. No. So I was with Hector up until the Leonard Fournette take. So my that. A run I'm it back on that one. Run it back is the only is the only message here. If Leonard Fournette and AB like the ball's Thank in you. their court, if they are halfway intelligent, they will run it back. Even if they never see the field, yes. Even Dad. if they never yes. touch the field, if they're intelligent, they'll play for the veteran minimum and run it back and get them a Super Bowl ring because yes. that's what's like going McCoy. to happen. Like McCoy, like exactly like McCoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna run it the back and they're the never gonna step foot on this field no, and they're they gonna get another up. ring. Now, even if they don't, even if they Shady don't, Shady McCoy no did difference. it the best time. The, Yo. There's no one better than Shady McCoy. And that's he what was I'm the saying. bench player <laughs> who never touched the field, back-to-back Super Bowls, and got rings each and, year. Exactly. And who are the Buccaneers going to trade Leonard Fournette to? Leonard Fournette, what, had a 1,300-yard season? Eh, okay. Had a, meh, like Super Bowl. Yeah, somebody the Jets would fuck this. You're 100% right, Colbs. <laughs> I but can no, see the Jets going for Leonard Fournette. I 100%. But there is no market. That's, that's what's Jets. up, Leonard Fournette yeah. going for the money. Now there's the there the is n- <laughs> ch- there is no market for Leonard Fournette, and if you're a GM with half of a brain, you do not pay your running backs, especially a five year old brand name, because that's it's it's done. It's over the hill. So if Fournette is smart and wants a job and a ring, he will take the whatever pay cut, whatever Tom Brady reworking of the contract he wants. And he will run it back, and he'll wind up in the Super Bowl again without I'll ever having to lace up smart. his cleats. I'll take your word that he's smart, but I don't know that I've necessarily. Uh, it's mostly because I don't know him that well. Yeah, I, I don't know him from anything that proves that he's. Um, I don't know that I've seen anything that proves that he is or is not smart. I feel like he went to LSU. One, he has to be smart. He has to. If he went to LSU, you have to have some sort of a brain. You're right. He's smart. He's smart. They spell go wrong. Yeah. Two-letter word. Yeah, you met the coach there? Oh, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't spell it wrong. They just wanted to make a statement. I said what I said. It's not go. It's OG. The coach can't Thank read. you, Hector. See? <laughs> hey, dude, let me let me tell you something straight up, guys. I, I, I'm not kidding about this. I'm 100% honest with this, right? I literally, in a seventh-grade paper, I promise you, I promise on, on anything, I spelled bird wrong. I spelt it bridge. My whole entire paper about a bird, and I spelt it brid. The mockingbird was a species of blah, blah, blah. So I spelt 
I spell everything else right, but I spelled bird wrong. Was it just a typo? Or did you hand to God think that bird was spelled bread? And also, and why are you stuck on this? I don't um, know. Yeah, why Why did we go here? What does that have to do with Are you okay? I don't know if I'm okay. Because uh, I feel like this is this is a moment in your life. Like this, this took a serious Let me try turn. To type bird in the message box right now. <laughs> there's a whole different letter. There, there's yeah, there's a new letter. Because oh, I heard an O means a vowel. An O is a vowel. So you throw a vowel in to and make it pizzazz. I'm I'm baffled right now. So we started with the goddamn jets. Um, and it was an okay B off season. I got a quick topic since we're going to, you know, stay on. I want to quickly stay on this, this NFL free agency frenzy real quick. Chad Pennington is a free agent. Um, about him. Leave my road scholar alone. The Bears alone. could use him. The Bears could use him. <laughs> leave my road scholar alone, the gentlemen. Bears, the Bears need him. Um, Field goal. <laughs> what? There's there's other teams making very big splashes in this free agency, and I just want to know what you guys think about the moves that these other teams are making. We got the guys like the Pats that have made a lot of moves. Uh, the Chargers have been making small moves very quietly. Good moves. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Dolphins have been actually very quiet. They released more than they, they did anything. Um, Washington so, Redskins stays very young and is, is, is a very capable team. So There's it's magic in the capital, baby. Yeah. Um, as far as those go, I know I was kind of giving commentary throughout. I think the Pats overspent for a lot of these players that are relatively average. I really don't think it's going to pan out too much for them. Um, I, I think that they will be a better team next year because keep in mind all the guys coming back that took the year off from COVID. But I still think that this is a pretty average team. Granted, we'll see what Cam Newton in the second year does. As far as the Dolphins go, that has to do with the salary cap having to decline. So I think a lot of that's just the Dolphins trying to make sure that they have enough space to be able to acquire new players in the future. Um, On the Dolphins side, though, like they, they were talking so big about you know them making a splash, them moving forward, and and their team doing very well. But I don't, I see them going backwards right now if they don't really make any progress. Well, I do this, too, because this you're not going to see Fitzmagic out there. It's going to be Tua, and I think that Tua is one that um. It, one that you can kind of consider uh, to be okay. And uh, we have to see what we get from him going forward. Um, so, but I, I, I don't necessarily view what Tua has given you as something that you can absolutely put a stamp on and say, yep, we're good to go. I think that they will also be taking a step backwards this year, even though I really like what they have as a roster. I mean, look, I, I said this on TikTok and I got roasted. You only need an average quarterback to win. Uh, that's it. I just don't so, know who is to Tua be it's something we still have to see proven to us. Right. I think he's. I think Tua is either going to be boom or bust. I, I don't think there's going to be a middle ground for him. Um, which I, I love him to death personally and as a human being. Uh, but I, I, I just think he's going to be boom or bust. Um, but uh, but with that being said. John, do you have anything that you want to transition us with? Uh, what I want to transition to, I'm thinking this is a perfect topic right now, to go into our next segment of the show. We're talking about a little 
Oh no! Cracking a cold one with cold, man. Yeah, baby. Welcome back. And now it's time for cracking a cold one with Colbs. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to cracking a cold one with Colbs. You guys know how this works. I think all of you do at this point. So I'm going to toss it to you guys. I'm going to drink this beer. Well, well hell yeah. Oh, if oh. anyone else didn't uh, crack a cold one, you done fucked up. You need to. That's what I'm saying. So, ladies and gents, you know this is usually the random sports fact or random fact of the day. What I'm going to use as a random kind of point out there right now is Lindsay Lohan's on Cameo. And Lindsay Lohan has always been a major crush of mine. So, what I'm going to say before we transition this over to the Shifty Hippo, a.k.a. Colts, okay, I want to know Hector and Zach's celebrity crush. I like the... I, I, hold up. Start off with Zach because I'm a follow up Cole and crush okay. my fucking beer. Cole's had the long pour for the crush of the ah, yeah, get him. Anyway, um, it's any of the Emmas Emma Stone, Emma Watson. I'm I'm all about it. Emma Roberts, yes. Uh, any of the Emmas, yes, sir. Right, Hector, who you got? Okay, I'll follow up with Zach. Yes, I can agree with you on the Emmas. Emma Stone, Emma Roberts, Emma suck my balls. I don't care. I love them. They're all hot. But everyone knows it. Christy knows it. I, and I, I don't. I said what I said. Mila yes. Kunis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Catch it. Mila Catch it. Kunis. Yes, I don't dude. care if she pops up in my house looking like Meg fucking Griffin. I, 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 Until I she will, looks like Meg Griffin. <laughs> I will still, I will still, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher's whole, I'm, I'm, okay, so just letting you know, Ashton Kutcher is just a ploy. I told them, marry her and make it seem like you guys, she's really mine. She's really mine. Make me and Baby Yoda, me and Baby Yoda, we said what we said. Mila Kunis. Scandalous. Frank Gore status right there. Damn <laughs> That's an odd place to take that. So, ladies and gentlemen, what cracking a cold one with Colbs is going to break into tonight? I am really, really hopeful that dreams are not an idealism into what we're actually thinking about. Because the dreams I've had over the years are completely nuts. They don't make any sense. And they scare me, frankly. So, I was just taking a nap earlier today. And I had a dream that I was in a fist fight with some of my best friend's cousins over my grandma. So not even in the same family. And something about her in the hospital, which she's not in, by the way. So hopefully, you know, that's not a premonition of sorts. Also, one of these cousins is dead. So I don't know why I was in a fight with this guy in the first place. What the frig? Yeah, it's just nuts. Like, none of it made any sense. And I also, I, I thought back to some dreams that I had when I was younger. I had a reoccurring dream about my best friend in elementary school. And we would do this whole, it was like an escape thing. From, it was uh, an from imaginary friend, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, his name was Brian. Good guy. But Brian kept he was that rock. Sword. We, we would be on our escape route, and we were almost done. We were, like, at the point of, like, shaking hands, giving fist bumps and everything, walking through this tunnel. And all of a sudden, a sword would come out of nowhere right through the back of his head. 
And what? Yeah, I'm telling you, I I got nuts dreams. I just hope that they're not an idealism of to what my actual inner monologue is. Because if that's the case, then I'm fucking crazy. You are crazy. I was hoping I, for some thoughts. Are we on Game of Thrones? I don't know how to respond. Are we on Game of Thrones? support, damn it. So theoretically, um, your dreams are supposed to be your brain's way of categorizing information of the day. Right, oh, that's great. that's that's theoretically what they're supposed to be, um, in some weird abstract way. So you do with what that if you will. Your, yeah, what happened during your day where you put a sword <laughs> to a man's head? I mean, it could be metaphorical. It doesn't have to necessarily I mean, be literal. But so back when that particular dream was going on. That's when I was living with my dad. Still, my dad had a lot of problems with drugs, and he was in and out sure. of a lot of bad situations. So I could see. So where you weren't maybe on there was a problem. <laughs> I could see. He's been drinking that absinthe thing. Yeah. Well, actually, I had had my first beers at that point in my life. I was like eleven or twelve. But there it is. That's where yeah. it happened. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't mean to psychoanalyze, but here we are. <laughs> no, the point of it being is that I just don't understand how some people end up with these dreams where they don't make any sense. And they're also disturbing to an extent. Yeah. Like, I rarely have a happy dream. Do you guys have happy dreams? So I don't I, dream. I, I don't have. Okay, that's crazy. You don't. You don't dream. I actually known someone who who doesn't have dreams, and that's, that's something crazy, completely Zach. different. Extremely rarely, um, like I, maybe once yeah, every other too. year, like very rarely that's do weird. I dream. Yeah. On my on my occasions, actually, I've gotten to the point in like I have very crazy dreams, just like you, Cobes. Like ridiculously crazy dreams that don't make sense sometimes. The for me though, like I get to the I got to the point where. I know I'm in a dream now and I got these triggers that let me know I'm in a dream and I I can control what I do in my dreams now sometimes it's it's so fucking I it's not all the time but it's fucking weird that I can lucid dreaming I'm always fighting people I know it's I'm lucid dreaming fighting. but it's fucking crazy It may it, it sucks too because I sleepwalk so there will be times when like I'm like standing up actually punching the air and shit it's, So that brings that brings a whole nother level to it, like sleepwalking and shit like that. So crazy story is I have to apparently cover my foster daughter in, in salt. Uh, the other night we put her to bed and out of nowhere, what? like two hours later, she fucking starts screaming, like crying and screaming. So obviously, like the halfway decent fucking dad I am, I, I dive out of bed and run <laughs> into her room and I scoop her up. I'm like, sweetheart, what's wrong? And she like, won't answer me. It's not like she's neglecting to answer me. She's just not responding. You know, she's still kind of crying and I, and I've got her in my arms. I said, sweetheart, are you, are, are you okay with what's going on? And she kind of looks around and she looks at this little princess tent that we have for her that she sleeps in the weekends. And she was asleep in. Um, and she said, can I sleep in there? And I was like, uh, yes, that's, that's you if you're good you sleep in there on the weekends it's a little treat and she so she went to bed and as soon as she crawled through the little like flaps in the opening there she started cackling maniacally like cackling not even like ha 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 laughing like cackling maniacally but i don't and then done 10 seconds later completely out i don't think she was awake for any of it 
So it's one thing to like lucid dream. It's one thing to wonder about your dreams. But then when you bring in like sleepwalking as what I think she did, because I get into my, my bedroom, my wife's awake. And I was like, bro, that shit's crazy. Like, we gotta burn the it house. Down. Yeah. We it gotta call we gotta call a priest. We gotta we uh, gotta yeah, yeah, I'm crazy. not under back. Be honest. What would you say? I'm sorry. I said that doesn't sound great. I'm gonna be honest. And yeah, I back to when I was like nine. I used to have dreams that I was hanging out with the Looney Tunes and I was dying laughing. And yeah. my grandma would wake me up and be like, What are you doing? Because I guess I'd be sleeping, I'd just be like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's Same. a whole subconscious like level to it, and and I told her, I said, Same. "Fuck, man, it's all fun and games until you know we hear the door creak open and she's crawling on the goddamn ceiling. Like it's everything until we go or, Emily Rose up in this bitch, or Same. or they can end up like my brother. So I I want to shout out my brother Jose, uh, real quick. He used to sleepwalk when he was a kid, real yeah. small." you know you know seven eight years old right right uh, we were still living in the city and this is it's just hilarious this is this is a funny good this is a good one like i like it he used to sleepwalk right and he would he would get up in the middle of the night and do dumb shit you know open doors just just randomly mumble shit and walk around and go back to his room and pass out and then one night one night you know i wake up Cause I I hear him moving around and I'm following him and 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 you know they tell you don't wake up anyone that's sleepwalking, but They're I'm sorry, wrong. I'm sorry. Our family had to break that code this time and it was funny because my man I I go to my dad's room and I'm like yo dad I there's something wrong with Macho I at this point like I'm only three years older than him I don't know what the hell sleepwalking is really either and you're pretty stupid. You know, so I'm like, yo, what the hell's going on with this kid? He's not he's not listening to me and he's going over to the door trying to unlock the door and leave the house in the middle of the night. So my dad and me, we walk over to the damn door and we see him trying to finagle with the lock. Obviously, he's sleeping. He can't get the shit to work. And he just stops. Pulls down his pants. And lets it stream. Bro, I gotta I gotta hit up Jose. I haven't seen him in years. I gotta hit up Jose. Holy shit. Fucking lets it stream. I actually got a couple (laughs) stories for this. So sleepwalking. I don't know if I've told you guys this. So there's a couple of times that I've had some really funny sleepwalking shit that's gone on. So one time I was um this is gonna sound bad, but I was sleeping in the same bed as my buddy's wife currently. And it wasn't anything bad. It's when he was off at base training, and we literally got away. That from does from not a, sound great. No, it doesn't. But we were we were sleeping in the same bed because there was a couple making out on the couches where I would normally sleep. And I was like, can I just stay in here? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. So I went to bed. She was watching TV and on her laptop. And apparently, from what I heard, I just stood up and I started just walking into the door. And she thought that I was just, uh, she thought something was off because then after that, I turned around, I just started walking into the window. So she thought I was just hot and needed air. So she opens up the window and I just jump out the window into like three feet of snow that was outside. And apparently I just stood up and pissed and then came and knocked on the door until somebody let me in. And I just went to the couch and went to bed at that point. Um, He needed to be outside of peace. To piss. Smoke yeah. weed. John, yeah. I gotta hear about I gotta hear about John's dreams. I feel like John has got He's a, a velociraptor. Yeah, I gotta know, John. I gotta know. 
All right. So in all honesty, for real. All right. So when I was younger, dead ass, my parents actually thought I had a mental condition because I had bad night tremors. I'm not kidding. I remember still has a, a mental condition. Right, still so do, do we all. Yeah. I'm on the spectrum. I really do feel that. I really Amen, do. bro. Seriously. So, God. And I think I, I continue to get hired at companies because of the American Disability Act. So it's Stop. in my favor. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So when I was a younger kid, I used to actually sleep. I used to put clothes on my feet because I thought a monster would drag me under the bed. Right. So I used to have such bad night tremors. You guys remember the Gorgonites? Yes. So I had an action figure for the Gordon. I Immediately, <laughs> yes. My mom was so mean. My mom would literally hit the button. Gorgonite scum, attack! And I'd be like, <laughs> like I'd start crying and stuff. I remember sleeping on my parents' floor on a cot for like a month at a time. I had such bad night tremors, such no bad shit. nightmares. This overwhelming, overwhelming sense of fear. That something was going to drag me under the bed. Probably didn't help because I used to watch horror movies. That'll I used do to it. Flip. You remember back in the old school? Bro, your favorite Disney movie was Halloween Town. It all it's makes sense. Exactly my point. Do you remember like in the old school remotes when you used to hit previous channel, previous channel? Remember sure. that? Yeah, yeah. So you used to just click it. So it'd, it'd go back from channel 30 to 4. So boom, boom. Keep, keep clicking it. So when you watch a horror movie, you would only be seeing it in frames. It would be like a picture. So you know when the scary part would be coming up because you'd hear the music go ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and then you would know like, oh no, something's going to happen, right? So you go previous channel, previous channel, previous channel, and keep clicking it. <laughs> and then you just see Jason with a knife like, rah, root, ha, hoo. Ah, yeah. I like that you guys all yeah. did the same thing. You guys all picked up hands yeah. and started stabbing. <laughs> 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 Zach and Hector, no. Zach and Hector, no. I had to God. I'm not going to lie. The whole time he was telling this story, I did not see any one of you in these squares. I was literally in his Flashback. mind, in the thought, like just, like, just there. But yeah, I wasn't him. That. I yeah, was... You. I was whoever with the knife. What's funny wow. about the way that John tells that is now he comes over my place and we'll watch scary movies till three in the morning. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And oh, I love scary movies. They don't scare me. They they actually make me laugh. So they still scare John. He keeps the blanket up to his mouth like this. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I do. I do. I do. I genuinely do. Paranormal I think he activity. feels okay doing out. it because that I'm was there, good, because I will clearly be the first one to go after whatever villainous demon comes into the house. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Fuck this. Take me on. Yeah, I'm not no, white yeah, enough. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm you two are too white. Regardless, take me if on. You guys are, in there, I'm going to square up I with am, it. You guys I are too white. Scared. I'm out the back door. Like, yo, you can have the house. You can possess who you want. I'm out. Like, yo, good luck. You got Yo, you do you. You do you. It doesn't I, care. I'm it out. doesn't care. They're gonna kill you regardless. Yeah, Put up well, your it's gonna kill you. No, no, it's gonna kill you. It's gonna kill you. Uh, I'm I gonna get the fuck better. out. <laughs> Zach, Zach, here, here's how I think about that. I would negotiate with the ghost. No, honestly, <laughs> no. no, I would. Like, yo, you want you want some kick ass? I'm gonna negotiate no, no, with this fist. Not even. No, none of that. I would go ghost. I'd be like, damn, you scared me. Yo, let's call a truce. Let's scare people together. 
Like, we can work together. But you still have to die, John. No, I would try to work myself out of death and work with the ghost. And what, are you going to just jump out of a closet from somebody? Not jump out of a closet. But how are you going to scare him? No. What do you bring to the table in this negotiation? I would bring, I would say, possess me. I would say, possess me. Open possession. I would go ghost. No, so so here's the deal. Here's and Yoda does not agree. Yes, yes. This this benefits me. This benefits me. Hector and Kolbs will try and fight him, and they'll die. Right, which will buy me time. I will not die. Once, once the the Bolter guys fucking murks the shit out of Hector and Kolbs, he'll get to John. John will spend like thirty minutes negotiating, and eventually lose and die. And no, by no, that I think, time, I think he will get to a that contract time, extension. I think he will fine. get to a contract extension. Awesome. Perfect. It's even better because by that time, I'm in a whole different country with a whole different name, a whole and different it, identity, and, and I'm and gone. Then, and the ghost has nothing to do with me. This no, and then, me. Gentlemen, and then you we will walk, live together. This benefits me. Perfect. No, you walk, and then Perfect. you walk into the bathroom to go no. take a piss. I'm out. And I'm not like, piss there. And, then, and then it's like bloody fucking Mary. Nah. Like, you're in another country with a whole different name. You go take a piss, and boom, that bitch is right behind you. Then I'll never piss again. I'll never piss again. Yeah. Ever. No. I'll explode. No. I'll explode. Mary. That's how ghosts work, man. Nah, they I'm not about me. it. I'm not about they it. No, 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 no. They've already they got you, John. They've got Hector. As soon as somebody fights them, they end up winning. Never, never does that happen. Have you yeah, seen yeah. Cabin in the Woods? That actually does not happen. That was a it's the high dude. movie. It was a really good movie. It's the high dude who wants nothing to do with anything who lives. Sir, I'm always gentlemen. high. Facts, Yo, but you're gonna try and fight this dude. Yeah, because I, I'm not gonna let some no. fucking ghost just easily fucking slit my throat. And what are you, you know gonna what? do? You gotta you gotta box an apparition? Look at you looking stupid. No, no, you're gonna be I'm swinging. Gonna better, you're gonna, I'm you're better gonna be than swinging. That. Better nice. than that. Better what are you than do? that. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna duke it out, right? So like I'm gonna fucking Constantine, ha, get out of here. No, no, no. Watch, watch, watch. Just hear me out. I'm gonna ha ha ha. And I'm a high I'm gonna scanner from them, right? And then it's gonna be downstairs looking for me, like, damn, where'd this motherfucker go? I'm going to be upstairs. I'm going to take a shit through its apparition, through its head. Bow! And then I'm going to piss off the top. Bow! And then I'm... And then... You have holy it, shits? That, whole, that's a the, literal the holy holiest, shit. That's a whole, holy shit. The holiest shit. The holiest of shits. When it hits its head, it's actually going to do damage. You're going to be like, oh, shit! Like, that was a fucking turd! Like, <laughs> and that's how we're going to figure out... How, we got to shit on the... We got to shit on the ghost. Got shit on it. Dude, I'm all I'm awe. saying is... Have you ever seen Casper the movie? Yeah. Yes. With the friendly ghost, yeah. Oh well, he's a friendly dude. You know, he'll sit there, he'll chill with you, he'll negotiate. Casper, don't don't fight me. All right, man. I love you. Yeah, I love you. I don't think Casper came to fight you, John. I know. But his brothers, that's what I want to bring up. His brothers were vicious. Done. Done, done, and done. There's a lot of scenarios here. What would you do with Casper's brothers, man? Cobra's punching. I, you, nah, honestly, he's gonna I take the holy shit. <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah, I got not, you, you know what's no with Casper's brothers. I actually dig them. I I would I would let them rock. I would be friends with them. He's I'd be like, yo, shit. let's go shit on these people. Like while the ghosts are doing apparition shits on people, I'm throwing <laughs> legitimate shits on people. Like. No. See, Hector's showing. Oh, Cobes is doing some power. Oh my god! Cobes oh yeah, 
Dude, Combs is still got it. All right, all right, Wait, Combs. I, I see you. I see you. So you're With all wrong. Hold up. Hold up. With that said, we're going to take a pause. We're going to transition into the first ever segment yes, of we have Jack to. and Canned with breaking down the tape. We yeah. call this the Bullshitaki segment. I can't you can curse. The bullshit. bullshit of the week. So, this is a hill that I'm willing to die on, and it's not entirely of this week, just of this offseason. You know me, I'm all about football. Colb's got a little bit taste of this last night. Trevor Lawrence, based off of his hype, will be a bust. Now, I'm not saying, hold up before everyone goes crazy, I'm not saying he won't be good. He will be good. But his hype is not good. His hype is Peyton Manning. And he will not be Peyton Manning. He will not be Tom Brady. He will simply be good. Trevor Lawrence, mark my words, is a bust. He does not know how to lose. And when he throws his first interception, it will break him. Trevor so, Lawrence is a okay. bust. I've had follow-ups for a whole 24 hours, so I, I have know. to dive in I, right I now. I know. I know. So, Zach, why is he a bust first off? There is, I will preface it with this, every statistical and analytical thing says I am wrong, and I will admit that. But for me, I have an issue that he has lost three games in his football career. Now, I have been roasted over that statement. Two national championships, though. I have been roasted over the fact that, oh, if he doesn't know how to lose, that's the I can't believe that that's the worst thing you've got. Well, it is because I need a guy because this is not some kind of baby step into the NFL. There is a large gap between the NFL and college. And if he does not know how to lose in a singular play, nonetheless, a season, if he does not know how to lose, he will not be long for this league. So that is why, because I don't think he knows how to lose. If you've ever seen the movie Draft Day, I think he's Bo Callahan. There's something about it to me. There's something about his on-field personality to me that I just don't like. Now, additionally, you had brought up that Mac Jones, you think, is going to be the star. Correct. So why is that? I'm curious if that one as well intellectually period he is okay to good physically but he is what is the definition of a pure pocket passer and we just saw a pure pocket passer an old ass pure pocket passer versus a a young mobile quarterback and the pure pocket passer won now there's a lot of defense to that but i think that the game will never change. There is a DNA to the game of football, and pocket passers who are intelligent with the ball will win. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, and he was intelligent with the ball. You he didn't turn it go over. Back much. To Trent Dilfer. I know, I know. Joe Namath beat Johnny United. Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. Eli did it well, twice. I caught that point that you had made last night. I just don't know what I've seen from Mac Jones that shows that he's going to be something transitional in that kind of way. And and maybe also- it's an. As, and maybe it's an SEC bias for me. Maybe it's a Nick Saban bias for me. And that could be very true. I, it's For me, it's an intangible thing that I just can't put a put a finger on. I, it's just something I that do, I saw. 
I do believe Mac Jones as a pot. I do believe in the pocket passer. I do believe that they are still relevant. They can still get it done. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I have to agree, will oh. never be a Peyton Manning. Will never be. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Trevor Lawrence. I know. I, I there. I'm, that's another thing. Like, first of all, people sleep on Andrew Luck because of the way he went out. You know, people forget that he he was in the league because he went out so abruptly. I don't even put Trevor Lawrence in the in the the, the talks with Andrew Luck when Andrew Luck was supposed to be Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning. You know what I mean? He could have been. No, I and, and he, and, put this as a wait to see because I'm not going to jump on your bandwagon there. But at the same time, I respect the opinion because I also don't have much of one. So I'm not going to sit here and say, no, you're wrong. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I don't know. But my only disagreement with Zach, my only disagreement with Zach is that he said he lost three games, but in his career since high school, two of those games was national championship games. So the man does not know losing. And when you lose, and when you lose two of the hardest game, two of the biggest games ever in your career, I think he does know what losing is. Mm. You were right there, and you couldn't finish it. So now you're you got to go back and go back to the drawing board. I think it's different on that aspect, right there. Maybe, maybe. Like I said, I will fully admit, you know, to to Kolb's and Hector's point is that there's every statistical evidence that I'm wrong. It's just, it's a thing for me. If I'm an NFL GM, I don't touch him. Trust me. I I will shout it out to the audience of both of our shows. Just keep an eye on it. I mean, if Zach's wrong, we get to make fun of him. And if he's right, then we get to praise him. Then I'm God. Same with every other sports opinion in the damn world. So let's go ahead and just watch, focus, and make sense of it as it happens. Sure. I, I was really curious about it, so I wanted to dive into it. John, what do you got for Bullshit of the Week? All right, so here's... The BS of the week, okay, <laughs> that I have. It's not even sports related, really. Um, the BS of the week, and you can tell in my tone, in my voice, I'm a little sad, okay? And that's because I wanted the Lizzie McGuire uh, TV show to return. <laughs> that's my BS of the week. Stunned. That's Hector, it. what do you got for Bullshit of the Week? All right, so Bullshit of the Week is kind of sports. Up, Kind of sports, kind of not. Um, wasn't sure if I really wanted to bring it up, but I got to. If you guys aren't on it, you guys have to get on it. Sports Me app. The shit is comedic. Obviously, this whole generation is all about TikTok and all this fucking stupid shit. Same shit, just for sports. Um, oh, that's you. You got to listen into some of these guys' aspects. We got... People like, I'm going to shout some names out. You got the rum boys out there with Robbie and them. We got the Sports Me Savage. We got Game Point Live. We got a bunch of guys out there. And I like stirring Drop the, the mic pot. FF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop the mic FF. Fucking the drunken monkey. You got yeah. this man is so fucking funny. Uh, the, the, the topics we bring up are just... Um, ridiculous and and the reason i want to bring up sports me app today and the bs topic is that i i really stirred the pot so yesterday some shit went down about your topic earlier today about sean watson's cases and 
you know, just watching some of these guys go back and forth and it's just so comedic because it went from sports to Madness. fucking just, yeah, just talking about absolutely like left field, radical lefts, radical rights, like just fucking ridiculous. And then I stirred the pot today because I felt in a mood and, and I do what I do best, stir pots. Said what and you they, said. They fed me well. I said what I said, and they yes! fed me well. Yes. Um, Got to so, get on this app. It's just it's Get on sports me, guys. Hell With yeah. that said, um, John, by the way, I wanted to point out that, yes, I did hear you, and, yes, that is something I plan to do with these guys because that this is a blast, it seems like, for what I like to do. So I'm going to be joining you guys on sports meet here in the near future. Hell so yeah. About whatever the hell I want. So my bullshit of the week is somebody hurt my baby. So once upon a time, a dingo ate my baby. But since then, somebody hurt my baby. Now, I know you might think it's a dingo, but it turns out that it's just Solomon Hill. He stepped on LeBron's ankle, and now my mm. baby LeBron is out for a little bit of time. And I'm not a fan of it. I'm, I'm not okay with it. I'm... Um, I'm hurting. I'm going to be honest. I'm really hurting. I, I've been hiding it. I haven't talked much about it, but I need my baby. I I, I, I will follow you up, Colbs, the shifty hippo over there. Um, This is a big loss for the Lakers. It's huge. They got both of their top guys out right now. Yeah, he does. Uh, don't guys. know when any one of them are coming back, and, and trade deadline's coming to an end. So the the Lakers are really in a tough pickle. Hector and Colts, they got Dwight Howard. They're fine. No, they don't. Dwight, Dwight Howard's no longer on the Lakers. That was last year. This yep, is 2021. I yeah, I don't pay attention to the NBA. Yeah, John, maybe maybe stay out of that one. <laughs> you know, John, and I was going to pass it to you first to let you get a good word in there, but that was rough. Um, I'm not going to lie. Suckers. And I told I told Colbs last night I am secretly a LeBron sexual myself. Um, sexual that's, LeBron sexual. That's what they call them. That's what they call people what? who think LeBron's the goat. Yeah, yeah. That's Have awesome. you not been in NBA circles, sir? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> I all uh, know Michael Jordan's the goat, but it's all right. No, Antoine Walker, baby. What up? She anyway, uh, um, I uh, that's it's tough. I don't know if the Lakers will be willing to make a push. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk, talk, so I watch Get Up in the Morning about um, everything. And Adrian Wojnarowski was talking about, you know, not only is the trade deadline coming up, but then after the trade deadline, you can buy out a player's contract. Um, so I think that's a, definitely an interesting wrinkle to everything. Um I don't think they'll make a push within the trade deadline because you don't want to give up too much because he will be back. No, they so. they shouldn't they shouldn't be giving up anything for him. I'm just worried at LeBron's age that this is something that's going to be able to actually really keep him on the sideline. For the at his practice. age, he's not a human. He's superhuman. The age like means to nothing him to way, him. I also uh, i I know how old he is. And it just scares me now when I see him get hurt because it's not the same as when something happened to him 10 years ago. So I, I just – I'm hoping for the best, and I'm expecting the best, but I'm still worried. That's a fair point. True, true, true. All right. So for everybody out there, 
every time now that Jacked and Can gets together with breaking down the tape, there will be bullshit of the week. That is something it. that we will be doing reoccurringly yeah. when we random topics. And so everybody it. had fun with that. And we're gonna move on to some other shit before we get out of here because we gotta get out of here pretty soon. Um, sure. One thing I wanted to run through with you guys, I heard that the Bears have told Andy Dalton that he will be their starter and they are yes. not planning on getting any kind of replacement. John, I'll start with you here just because I know that you really love this. Yes, so go I ahead do. and tell us what you think about that. No. Then we'll move to some people that have, uh, you know, something. Hector's getting antsy. I could tell he's got something to say. And Hector, I got something to say to you. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, homie. So hold on a minute. Hector, throw on the Nigel Thornberry hat because you're gonna go on a little road trip home. Oh, I'm going on a road trip. I gotta grab it. Here we go. Oh, he's grabbing it. He's grabbing it actually. Here we go. Ladies and gents, all I'm saying is Hector's got the hat. He's ready to rock and roll. And I'm gonna bring you on a journey. Okay, here we go. So Andy Dalton was bad to the bone. Oh my god, yes, that hat looks dope. So oh, hold up. I gotta put my I'm gonna pull the straps so, down. Andy Dalton did a great job at the tail end, especially once he started getting acclimated with the Dallas Cowboy offense. I have confidence in him. In Cincinnati, he was not that bad. Hector, I see you with the hat on. Your brain is saying he's not that bad. I hear you telepathically communicating. And that was a trap for you. That hat is communicating to me. You're a fan of Andy Dalton, too. All I got to say is Andy Dalton and the Bears, you heard me here first. Jack and Cam, breaking down the tape podcast, my hand up to the ceiling. The head fell off because he knew what bad of a take it was. Hector, go ahead and take this one over. Wait a minute. Andy Dalton and the Bears. Oh, shit. Johnson are going to go go 11 and 5. Oh, Jesus. Hector, go ahead. Uh, You're up, bud. <laughs> Did we lose eleven and five? Okay. Yes, sir. Andy Dalton. Yes. Go oh. ahead, Hector. Yeah, I'm following Zach. I try. I gotta find out. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I popped a Molly or something. I'm sweating. Holy <laughs> shit! No. Um. Eleven five, baby. I, I I I. Only thing I'm gonna say, Bears, you're going at best. <sighs> Five wins. <gasps> oh my god, dude! I got five the wins the at, book, best. Marty McFly, at best. At best, five wins. Khalil Mack's gonna get so mad that he he he's either gonna play out his contract and bounce or request a trade. No way, no way. Zach, Zach what, what do you, you think? Say? So, I'll be the first person to say that average quarterbacks can win the Super Bowl, and Andy Thank Dalton. You, Zach, oh, 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 oh! Stop! Hold up! Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> right. Wait, so, no. Andy Don has to have a defense, right? And and do they we do forget that a... does Aaron does Aaron Rodgers no longer play football? No, that's true. <laughs> that seems to be a theme, Zach. Is, is almost the... every time I talk to you, you've said exactly that at some point. <laughs> And, and, well, that's the thing is a lot of people say these crazy ass claims, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't doesn't play football in this world. Um, the Minnesota Vikings aren't a football team. Like that's Zach's. What I said, what I said. That is Zach's variety of that. It's does Aaron yeah. Rodgers not play football? 
Yeah, that, that, I mean, <laughs> the, the Red Rocket is not going to get it done. I'm sorry. Gingers are not real people, and they are not real quarterbacks. <laughs> the Red Rocket will not get it done. No, no way uh, he gets it done. Colin Coward um, the water pistol. I like that. They went and signed right. him for them to already be talking about signing Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. uh, not Nick Foles. Uh, and hold on. You heard it here first. Russell Wilson will start the season for the Chicago Bears. Oh, oh you God. You're fucking you motherfucker. Right. Did I steal your take, Colbs? Did I steal oh your take? Ah! I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Colbs. No. No, Sorry. I'm not okay with this one. No, my take on the Bears is also I'm around the same realm as Hector. I had him six and ten, not five and eleven. But Zach, you just pissed me off. So the trade is not dead yet. Remember, we still have the draft. The deadline is the, the trade draft. Is not dead trade. Yet. That's what you sound like. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And when when I'm right, when I'm right about Mac Jones and Russell Wilson in a Bears uniform, oh, you're gonna be mad. Oh. And Trevor Lawrence too. I'm gonna to be sitting here in two years, like, damn it, Zach is so right. I want Mac to cash Jones, in on this. Mac Jones take the Patriots to the Super Bowl. Mac Jones Dang. takes. The, I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take all of those hot takes. Mac Jones takes the Patriots <laughs> oh, to the no. Super Bowl because he'll fall. Trevor Lawrence is a fucking bust, and Russell Wilson plays the 2021 season in a Bears uniform. You heard I'm it here first. The opposite of all three of those takes. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Either me or Zach's going to be right on all three. Because I either have the craziest. How aggressive t- they are. I'm either a fucking psychopath or I'm a fucking clairvoyant, and there's no in between. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, we got anything else? We want to go ahead and let Hector go to bed. Yes, we have to let Hector sleep, man. He's got to be up early. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, from the Jacked and Can podcast, as well as breaking down the tape, you already know. Say, have a phenomenal evening. And this has I, been Jacked and Canned and Breaking Down the Tape. Hector, hit him with it. We said what we said, boys. Woo! We said what he said. Rate, review, subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in next time for the next collaboration of a little JC and a little Breaking Down the Tape, baby. Woo! This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by No One.